Hey, we're back. It's the RU Review season opener on moresportsnow.com. I'm Steve Titchener, Rutgers alum and season ticket holder. And with me, a Penn State alum who sits right next to me for what, 10 years now, Bob? Because it's when you got season tickets with me when the when uh, Rutgers went to the Big Ten. And here's a guy who knows his Big Ten football, I'm telling you right now, Bob Permatti here. And uh, we're going to talk about the the upcoming season. Bob, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking, and thank you for including me on your podcast. Uh, yes, this is our 10th season of uh, having season tickets for Rutgers football. And uh, this one, I think, is going to be uh, have a more satisfying ending than some of the previous ones. We were talking about this uh, last week and uh, just the possibility of this team uh, getting a bowl bid. Uh, of course, last year there was, yeah, maybe, but doubtful. This year, I think there's a little bit more of a chance, only because some changes that needed to be, to be made were made. A couple key players have come back. We'll get into that. I think they're going to have a very good defense, and I think we'll all agree. It all, it all kind of lands on Gavin Wimsett's uh, shoulders. You know, they, they need good quarterback play. And uh, with a new offensive coordinator, Kurt Soraka coming back, um, he was at the, on the banks uh, to 2009, 2010. Um, then he went, then went, I think he was in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, it's Minnesota at some point. And, and now he's back, uh, with Rutgers. Look, they, he had success here before on the banks. Let's see if he can, uh, get, uh, Rutgers back on track. Cause Bob, the offense, the last few seasons has come up, frankly, just been bad. It's been tough to watch. Um, but I think a couple things, one, having Soraka back. I think you have an offensive coordinator that's going to play more to your strengths, to Rutgers' strength, which is their running backs. Uh, I, I know you remember several times over the last few years sitting in those stands and one of us, either, either you or myself, saying, why aren't they running the ball? Their best players are running backs. Oh, uh, no. I think Soraka will will uh, at least emphasize the running game more, one. And Winstead has to improve his accuracy, I mean, from, from last year. I mean, just more practice, more reps. He's going to be more accurate than he was last year, which means, I mean, you're never going to light it up with, uh, with him at quarterback and the receivers that Rutgers has, but you can certainly be solid. First of all, let's go back to the running game that you were talking about. One of the key guys that is back is Samuel Brown. And it was a gut punch losing him last year. And here's a, this is a big kid, you know, and this is a kid, you know, 230, maybe up pushing 240 at this point. Uh, he's a bruiser, fast, strong. And you remember back, you know, you remember Gus the Bus Edwards. And right. listen, that was that was Ash's best year when he had Edwards. And Edwards was a big part of that. Now we see what he's doing on Sundays. I don't know, he's he's, he's had some injury uh problems with the Ravens, but uh he was a he was a Sunday back and playing for Rutgers that season. And you know, when you got it, it does a lot for your team. When the other team's like, "Man, I got to I got to tackle that guy for four quarters." And here you got that kind of player back. Um, 
in Samuel Brown. You know, a similar yeah. player here and a guy who showed a lot of ability last year. And so that's I loved a- him. Give that give that guy thirty carries. Go back to the days of Earl Campbell from Texas where he was getting thirty, thirty five carries <laughs> carries a game. And and you know, um and he got hurt. I mean, you know, Brown got hurt. You can't help that. Uh it's a shame because I think he would have had a, a heck of a year and it would have helped uh, the Scarlet Knights in the win column as well. Um, but he back, you have a new offensive line coach too. Yes. And uh, Pat Flatterty, who, who, by the way, has a, has a couple rings, you know, what's, he was with the giants and, yeah. and um, you know, guy, guy coaching at the highest level and having success. Now he's, he's back with Rutgers and um, you know, Great that's uh, and we need to see, you know, cause again, last year, there's a lot of promise, you know, a few journeyman transfers that have gone to a couple schools, but had some size, right? I mean, remember back in the day, Bob, when we first started watching Rutgers against Ohio State, it was like the size difference was just astonishing. I mean, Rutgers is catching up in those areas now, but you still have to have yeah. the athletes too, right? And more, so more beef on the lines. Yeah. Um, on defense, uh, I think Rutgers might have and might have their best back seven uh in in quite a few years. Uh, yeah. they're looking, you know, physical, fast. You know, the safety play over the last two years has improved. Two years ago, as you I'm sure you recall, we were watching and, and we were we were, were from our seats, which are excellent to see what's going on position by position. The safeties were just, I don't know whether they were out of position or getting fooled or whatever, uh, improved last year, and it's going to be improved this year. Um, I, I, I honestly see Rutgers leaving September 4-1. and one. Yeah, listen, Joe, Joe Arsimiak is, has done a really good job coming over. Another guy from Minnesota. And what it is about um, uh, Shiano poaching Minnesota, but... Uh, you know, he's done a very good job. Young coach, and they were tough, you know, last year. And now, look, this year, uh, look, they've got to they get Mohamed Toure back. That's huge. Right. Um, and you got a second-team, big, all-Big Ten defensive end. They're going to be tough. There's there's no question about it. And look at the look at their corners, too, Bob. You got Max Melton, and then you got Robert Longerbeam, both very good corners. And so yeah. this is a team... You know, then look, they're not going to keep Ohio State out of the end zone. They're not going to keep Michigan out of the end zone. They're not going to keep Penn State out of the end zone. But this is a t- this is a team that'll keep you in games. And then what are we seeing for, for how many years now? Three and out, three and out, three and out, and they just simply tire out. I mean, you just can't right. keep doing that. Uh, you made the point against Penn State last year uh, that yes. that's the that's the way it went. So um, so look, this is uh, this is a team that. Uh, Will be good, and and you know Aaron Lewis getting to the uh, to the quarterback is is going to be a big part of it too, and he's he's shown that he can do that, you know. So he's one of the top ends in the uh, in the Big Ten, certainly That's a top right. ten end in the Big Ten. He's so. an NFL player. He he'll play on yep. Sundays if he stays healthy. He'll play on Sundays, and you know you you mix in a couple of those kind of players on both sides of the ball, and all of a sudden. Like I said, you leave September four and one. 
There's no reason why out of the next, I mean, yes, the road schedule uh, after that for, for Rutgers, starting with Wisconsin, is brutal. Uh, you've got three road games against top 25 teams, mm-hmm. starting with Wisconsin on October 7th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, not to mention a home game against Ohio State. <laughs> Uh, that is that it's is the Big Ten, man. We've been, you know, it's the way it goes. It's nothing like the Big East. This is this is uh, this is just uh, you know, murderers row every year. Right. You know, the guys coming in from the West. You know, now you know uh, the Pac-10 getting poached. I mean, at least that you know, at least it'll there's there won't be those guaranteed games every year with the realignment. You know, there's going to be an opportunity perhaps for. For Rutgers, and then it's not going to be easy in any way. I'm not saying no. that, but it's just Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan State every year, uh, and that's a that's a that's quite a challenge. And um, that is a, that's a physical challenge, yeah, especially absolutely. when they give you a crossover game against both Wisconsin and Iowa. Right now, yeah. sometimes Wisconsin and Iowa aren't great teams, but they're always physical teams mm-hmm. yeah and you know you, you get out of there you've been through the ringer you know okay so what's your next game well your next game after wisconsin is home against michigan state now they had a tough year last year but they're no gimme but that's a winnable game for Rutgers if Rutgers is healthy going into that game mm-hmm. no no there's uh... but after you're at uh, iowa on november 11th <laughs> You're at Penn State the next week. Yeah, yeah. That it's, that's it's that tough. is a very difficult. You got a three game stretch from the fourth of November through the eighteenth of November, home against Ohio State at Iowa at Penn State. So you can't even have a bad game. Listen, you can't even that you got absolutely have to win the games that you can possibly win. Yeah, and, and that's a that's a lot on Rutgers just to get a bowl bid. And I think they will, though. Yeah, I, I like I like the optimism. Let's let's talk I, about I the con- six and sixteen. Okay, let's talk when about the. the uh, let's talk about the concern. You know, let's go back to Gavin Wimsat. You did say that there was some some. Uh, you know, he needs to improve his ac- accuracy. He's certainly an athlete, man. That guy can run. Let's hope that Kirk Soraka can figure out a way to get him to use his legs a little bit more, maybe a little more RPO or whatever. Of course, that, you know, turns into injuries too when your quarterback's taking all kinds of hits. But this, this kid can run. I mean, and he's, and he's a big, solid kid and he's got a hell of an arm. So yeah, he's just got to kind of figure out a way to hone that in a little bit because he seems to overthrow his receivers a lot. Also this, Bob, and remember, he's had quite a few drops. I mean, you've got to help this kid out. And I think yes. that's uh, one of the concerns here, you know, um, is Gavin Wimsat's not throwing a Kenny Britt. He's not, he's not throwing a Mohamed Sanu, Leontay Carew. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's a lot of good or running. Even Bo lot, Melton anymore. No, Bo, Bo Melton's gone too. And there a lot of good wide receivers have come through, you know, Rutgers, but it, it's, you know, it's a challenge. I mean, they, you know, what do you have? Um, you have a couple transfers, uh, Nassim Brantley. What was he at Western Illinois? I think uh, Jaquay Jackson um, did played at a high level Division two. Both big targets, you know, big kids, six three, six four. Um, 
You know, Chris Long's back, showed some promise last year. Um, but, you know, we remember last year there was a lot of promise with Taj Harris and Sean Ryan coming in. And this was Syracuse and West Virginia. Right. You know, and, you know, Taj Harris, whatever happened there, he just kind of split. Who no one. Well, I think, you know, yeah. the passing game has so many facets. Uh, obviously, blocking by the offensive line, what running backs in there, can they pick up a blitz? You know what would really help the uh, Wimson a lot, I think, is if Rutgers has a a, a really good uh, get open, move the sticks kind of tight end. Yeah, and I think that kid they got from Boston College that they use in all yeah. kinds of roles. Well, it's interesting. Johnny Langan is, you know, he's good. You know, he's a Swiss Army knife, right? He's an athlete who can, you know, and he'll run. He's he's fearless and he'll run into a pile. Um, and you know, he can catch a ball, but I mean, is he an elite tight end? I mean, we can't really count on that. I mean, he's a pretty big target. I think they yeah. can use him, but that's your, that's your, that's your, that's the starting tight end is, is, is Johnny yeah. Lang. And, and well, I love maybe. him as a player. Come on. I love him. But I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, I think what I'm getting into is there's got to be some, some concern on the receiving core for, for sure with it, you know, young quarterback like, uh, um, uh, like, uh, 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 Gavin Wimsack coming in, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, there, there's not that sure guy. Maybe Chris Long would be the closest thing. He's got the most experience. Uh, Rashad Rochelle is very interesting. Slasher kind of can line up in the slot or something. He might be able to do some damage. Isaiah Washington's around still. Uh, and maybe these transfers, you know, you know, big targets that can play. Um, we got to count on that. And Johnny's a, is Johnny football. I mean, he can, he can, he'll show up and play. Um, you know, I mean, can he, but is he a top tight end in, in the Big Ten? No. And, you know, Wimsat needs all the help he can get. And it's got to be something you circles. How will these untested wide receivers, the receivers for Rutgers, um, work out here? Well, right. And, uh, every quarterback, I mean, you know, name the great quarterback they occasionally need a receiver to bail them out of a of a if he throw sure sure i mean you get uh you get uh, you know guys that just big big targets first of all great hands and then guys that make great catches and we're we're going to see we're going to see but you can't say to me right now that this is an elite receiving core here and they're just going to kick it into gear i mean it's we're going to have to see how that develops and how uh, Kirk Soraka develops this offense and, and, and uses them pretty much, which we all agree. Sean Gleason just, I don't know, he was challenged with, God, it was endless screens where they were throwing the ball 30 yards sideways. And there'd be, there'd be linebackers waiting for him by the time they caught the ball. And, and you know, there was never any quick throws, quick slants, anything like that. You just didn't see it. Um, tight end was not used that much. And, um, it was quite a challenge, especially when Samuel Brown went down. Um, and then, uh, you know, Gleason lost his job and it didn't get much better. Um, no, from but there. I think, I think Shiano, I've heard rumblings that, you know, he, he hired assistant coaches when he first came back that were more recruiters than, uh, I don't want to say than coaches, but then position technician type coaches and the recruiting 
didn't necessarily wasn't good enough to offset the fact that they weren't really good technician coaches. And so he hired some older hands, some, some guys that have had success at the major college level and at the, in, in, in the pros be, uh, because that's really what the team needs now. They need coaches that can really teach the position. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, um, you know, as we know, the concern, Bob, going in is going to be the offense because, and there's weapons there too. We talked about Brown, also Aaron Young, um, Kyle Manungai. I mean, these are, you know, they're quick slashers, you know, so that, that running back room looks pretty good. We like the athlete we see in, 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 in Wimsat. We said that a number of times. Just to be real quick, a big question on how this uh, this offensive line develops. I mean, I see Ireland Ireland Brown is back, right? Uh, who else? Um, uh, Holland Pierce is healthy, so hopefully. And then you know, there's a few question marks there still. But um, I haven't read if Reggie Sutton is. I heard he was hurt, and I don't know if he's going to play. If he's not going to play, yeah, he's yeah. I probably have an old depth chart here, and he's pretty deep on it. So, who knows what's going to happen there? And um, there's a lot of question marks uh, on yeah, he's a senior now. Uh, on that offensive so. line. So yeah, um, so there's that with in uh, a mix of questionable receivers. I mean, hey, look, look work out. They can be you know this, these guys can raise their game, and you know, and and Wimsack can you know put the ball on the money and then things can be happening, especially early in the season when they're playing um, teams that aren't as, as good as what they're going to get in the second half of the season. So um, we're going to have to see, but I mean, and you'll agree this, this, listen, this, um, this defensive unit is, I mean, there's some stars on the field here. You got a star in Aaron Lewis. You got a star in, in, in Muhammad Touré. Um, you know, they're, they're, yep. they're, they're again, as I said, their cornerbacks are good. Longer beam and Melton. Are tough, so um, uh, Igbenusen was it was a pretty tough uh, um, a safety last year. Um, they'll miss Izian for sure. Christian Izian, he came up and hit. He was he was tough. Um, like their uh, you know their linebackers as well. Uh, Deion Jennings, um, you know is is uh, tough. So they they're um, they're going to be good. They're going to be Absolutely. they're going to they're going to hold. I some, think they're going to be good. Yeah. And um, and that's the exciting uh, the part of this. Is, uh, is the are they going to be able to play complementary football? Are they going to be able to get a break? Right. Or are they going to play out of the first thirty minutes of the you know, out of the out of the first half? Are they going to be on the field for twenty two minutes? Right, right, and um, and yeah, you know, and then, yeah, the minutes. In the Big East, where you, where you might have had 285-pound, 290-pound linemen leaning on you, you know, you some of these Big Ten teams, they don't have a guy on the starting under line under 310 pounds. You know, I got monsters. Oh, you're right. So, and that's the that's the only question I have about the defense. It's not the talent. It's not the speed. It isn't even the size this year. I think they're you know they're bulkier. Um, for me, it's it's how long are they going to be on the field? So when it's ten minutes left in the third quarter, are they going to be They're relatively gassed. fresh or are they right. going to be gassed? 
There's only so much, man. There's only so much you got in the tank, man. And then there were gas so much of last year. So you're right there. But let's break down. Let's go down each uh, game here. I mean, we talked a little okay. bit about what you think they can do, Bob, here. But let's just break it down. We don't really have to do a prediction. It's just like, what game can you win and what game can't you win? Because let's be honest, there's sure. games that they're just not going to win. Uh, now, you, you know, the opening up on a Sunday, which is great. Uh, interesting, I hear heard a lot of people rumbling about maybe a packed house, maybe a third full. I'd be surprised. I, it's going to be, I, you know, the students are back. It's supposed to be nice weather. I mean, it's a Sunday of a holiday weekend. I'm thinking half full to a third full, um, you know, for this game. Uh, I'd be surprised if it was, it's certainly not going to be a sellout and, you know, anywhere near that. But uh, and again, it's a noon kickoff too. But I'm thinking, you know, probably get a good 30, between 30, 40,000 in for the, for the opener. It's against Northwestern, who got a disastrous offseason. Pat's fit, yeah. Pat Fitzgerald, who's a fixture I still there, can't believe fired. That. Yeah, and I then, still can't believe that. That yeah. guy was a hero in Northwest. Yes, and 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 they, you know, he put together some good, solid teams. Not phenomenal teams, but solid, solid uh, teams. And now, um, you know, over this hazing thing, my God, another hazing issue in college sports and sports in general. Just well, something astonishes tells me, if, me. North, if Northwestern you know? was 11 and one last year instead of one and 11, maybe <laughs> they might have had a bit more mercy on Coach Fitzgerald. Yeah, but um, yeah. But it, if, you, it, if you've got, you know what, it's the old story in college sports. If you got a whole lot of, uh, let's call it nonsense going on in your program behaviorally, legally, you mm-hmm. know, running afoul of whatever current... Uh, but you wouldn't think with in. his program, man. You He's wouldn't think, you know, win. right? He's a former <laughs> former military guy, right? You wouldn't think that that would be happening in his program, you know? Um, yeah, and I, it shocked Well, like me, you said, it's quite surprising, you, yeah. Disarray, and I think Rutgers cleans their clock. Yeah, I hope so, but it's kind of, the, you know, that trap game where they're coming limping into Nor- into uh, Piscataway, and it should be. Um, they're now uh, just under a touchdown. Six and a half was the last I saw on the spread. You'd think so, um, but, you know, that's, that's not a 14 or plus spread there, Bob. It's six and a half, you know, so anything can happen in these games, as we know. Just hope that, uh, look, uh, Aaron Lewis can get to get to the quarterback, right? Um, sure. They're in disarray here. Um, and this is maybe it's time for Ka- Gavin Winsap to step up and, and, and get, uh, get the, the season opener, get the whole Big Ten campaign going with a, with a win. They need a, they need a, well, they need a win. They need a home win. They need a Big Ten win. They need this win. Right. And, uh, and, and, and Northwestern, think well, about Northwestern. Like, okay, hey, we got Rutgers. We'll take that at the beginning. You know, we'll yeah. take that to open up the season. So but they're the going to. One thing everyone's forgetting, I think, or not mentioning, and it, I haven't said this very often with Rutgers in the Big Ten, I think Rutgers has better players than Northwestern. Well, there you go. Okay. So, <laughs> so if, you know. Yeah, you add that to the fact Rutgers is at home, to the fact that Northwestern has a new coach and all the stuff that's gone on there, um, and they haven't won in a couple of years. You know, overall at all, they were three and nine, I think, two years ago, and then one and eleven last year. I, I agree. I, unless Rutgers does something unbelievably floppy, like turn the ball over three times or something like that, I, I 
Mm-hmm. I not only think Rutgers beats the spread, I don't see Northwestern coming within two touchdowns of them. Okay, so we got a win there. Then it's, uh, you know, then uh, another evening game, 7.30 kickoff against Temple. And they struggled against Temple in Philly last year after the previous no, year no handling them at home. Game. But No I, excuse to lose no, this game. No, absolutely not. I mean, it's another game that they should absolutely win. Uh and then you go the following week, boom, again, back to SHI Stadium, VATEC. You know, and it's not the VATEC that we've seen, Bob, right? Uh, they're, but oh. they're still, and you know, look, they're still, they're still a, you know, a formidable team, and they're going to show up, and they're going to be like, hey, we, you know, again, these teams coming in saying, hey, we got a shot at, on the road against Rutgers. No one's going to say we don't. You know, well, I have a so, second-year coach. She was a former defensive coordinator for Penn State. We had a Good defense uh, when he was our coordinator, but not a great one. Mm-hmm. And a defense that gave up several fourth quarter leads um, over the years he was there and to, to turn W's into L's. Uh, I'm not sold on the guy, never was. And now he's, you know, last year was head coach at Tech and they won what? I think they won four games last year. Yeah, they maybe struggled five. last year, yeah. Yeah. I actually saw him at well, Pitt. I went to the Pitt Vatek game. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. I don't think he's been crushing it on the recruiting trail either. This is the game. Now, you see, you want to talk about Rutgers as a team that's going to qualify for a bowl game? I'll say it right up front. You want to qualify for a bowl game? This is a game you got to win. You win. You win this game, and this is how it. This is how you go to the next level, really, is you beat the team that's kind of comparable to you that's had, that's been good in the past. Yeah, you win this game without question because, you know, then you go to the big house. And look, I I hope we get to a point where we can say that Rutgers can go in to Michigan or Ohio State and at least maybe have a chance to steal something. But we're just, Rutgers is not there yet. Uh, Michigan is going to be very good. And and yeah. And um, so that's going to be a rough one. So you got to look, that's going to be a loss. So, you you know, if you're saying three and one now, now you go back, you got Wagner at home. I'm surprised they even scheduled that game. It wasn't even close. Uh, Yeah. Um, And I was on the field last year for that one. So um, that was a um, uh, that was just a a beat down and which it's which it's going to be. And then, like you said, okay, now you can be four and one. Going in October because then you gotta go and play Wisconsin at Wisconsin at Madison. You know, even I if I would have liked Rutgers a lot better for that game if it was a home game. But yeah. that is a that is a really difficult place to play. And you'd think, you know, like you know, they've played Iowa pretty tough, right, a few times, but they just don't, you know, which is, and I would argue that Wisconsin's kind of a similar team. I don't know, just you know. Big, well, big lines, good running team that, you know, really tries to wear you down, kind of like Iowa. But but Wisconsin, they haven't been close to Wisconsin. Wisconsin just beat them handily every time they played them. So I don't know how it's different, you know, unless we're really seeing Wimsett come out and just be this exceptional, everything that we thought he could be, he, beco- he becomes, and he becomes a big, big problem for teams, which would be a really exciting thing. But at in Madison, man, that's just a tough one. So, boom, you I, got. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I'm not looking for Rutgers to win. So that you got game. loss number two, and then then you're home against Michigan State. Well, you tell you take it from here, Bob. You're telling me if you're going to win, if you're going to get a ball, if you're going to be ball eligible, right, and you're home against Sparty, 
and Sparty's game. Sparty's good, but not great. Well, you got to win this game, right? Now, this is a game where you play mistake-free football, which Rutgers has had issues with in the past in terms of not turning the ball over. You play mistake-free football. I don't think Michigan State can out-athlete you this year. Okay. Um, I think that game comes down to who plays better on special teams, i.e. who doesn't miss field goals when they get into field goal range, and who doesn't turn the ball over. So to me, that's a coin flip game, and it's one I think Rutgers certainly can win. It'll be a very small spread, I think, three, four points either way, depending on how the teams are doing up to that point. Uh, I would love to see Rutgers win that game. Yeah, absolutely. That's the kind of a game you want to move up into the next tier below the, the real big guys in the conference. Yeah, and then you win, and that's that's win number five, and then you go to Indiana. Now Indiana's struggled mightily after you know a couple seasons ago. They're actually solid, but they were terrible last year. I don't see a huge step up, but still, you got to go to Indiana. You have to go there, where really no one when they're not good. I mean, when they're good, not a lot of people show up. When they're not good, no one shows up. So it's it is a home game. It is an away game you can win. Okay, so you win. That's the away game you can win on your schedule. Right. So now you win that, and you're at six there, and that's that's everything going great. Okay, because right. then you got Murderers Row. You 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 know you got Ohio State, which listen, they just even though know, they're home, it doesn't matter. They just have not played. I mean, even they they've they've toyed around with Michigan a couple times, even beat Michigan when they first got in the Big Ten, as we know. You remember you missed it that night. You had a you had you had missed the game because you had a, a family emergency or something. I remember that well. Yeah, that's when oh. Chris. That's when Christine got into the act in the car accident. Oh, right. Okay. And I didn't okay. I didn't want to leave her alone. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. He had to go to the hospital. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So that, so that, um, they won that game, and it was the first time they played Michigan. It was uh, you know, Brady Hoke uh, was the coach, and you there was won all two sorts years of excuses. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, but let's get back to why our state has just never been. It's always been a, a solid blowout every single yeah. time they've played them. There's no reason to believe that. I don't know. It may, just astounds me how many five star receivers. They run through that program, and and they're can't content. Guard and they're content to sit the bench. Some of them, <laughs> while other five stars play and then graduate or and yeah. or then leave for the NFL. Then they play. They don't, you know, their guys don't seem to transfer out. Well, they always have a good. They always have a good, accurate quarterback with a with a, with a big arm that that'll get them the ball, right? And so, because you got to get them the ball. Right. Yeah. And uh, and so maybe that w- they wait for that and they get it because they listen. They, they've always man, they, you know, the passing yards in those games. Is, 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 there's always receivers wide open. I mean, wide oh, open in that game. That. It's frightening. Then you got Iowa at Iowa. You know, they whatever reason they 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 can play. They they've they've been beaten soundly by Iowa, but they've played them really tough a couple of times, too, within a touchdown. But at Kinnick, uh, uh, probably not happening, right? And then you go to Beaver Stadium. Penn State's going to be good. We've, yeah, but we've as seen this before. The with Penn State, or not always, but most of the time, isn't are they going to be good? It's are they going to be good enough? Right. 
Okay. Now, last year, you know, there's a lot of programs in this country that would love to say we were 11 and two and won the Rose Bowl. Right. I personally, uh, I found last year to be a total disappointment. Oh, okay. Uh, people think I'm crazy. I'm like, listen, we've got two big games a year, and we lost both of them. Right. Right. And one of them we got just trucked mm-hmm. at at Ann Arbor. Yeah. And um, you know, we shouldn't be getting trucked by anybody in the conference. One. And we should be playing 500 ball against Ohio State and Michigan, and, and we're you're not. not. And right. so, to me, that 11 and two with a Rose Bowl win is about as hollow an 11 and two as a Rose Bowl win should be. <laughs> but you'll probably need that game. And here comes Rutgers into now. You know, Rutgers has been able to hang with Penn State for a quarter, maybe a half, and then everything. You know, the the, the you know the uh, the flood comes in, but. Um, it's never, never, the last couple seasons have not been a completely dominant performance by Penn State. They do pull away and then pull away soundly, but uh, there's a, you know, there's a competitive nature to the game, at least earlier in the game. Would you agree? Yes. And I would say that, um, last year's game, and I said it before the game, like it's been a long, we don't play well in SHI stadium. Now the score of last year's game would say, well, you must've played well. Ah, Rutgers is, a, uh, you know, Rutgers had a special teams breakdown. Rutgers quarterbacks threw, what, two interceptions mm-hmm. that were one return for one a was touchdown. One pick six, and, yeah. yeah. And one fumble return for a touchdown, mm-hmm. as I recall. Yeah, and against Penn so, State, it, you know, we gifted you. I mean, yeah. you gifted us 21 points. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, but anyway, oh, going yeah. to Beaver Stadium, back to it. I mean, it's going to be that's that's a tough call. I mean, you know, saw a team like Illinois come in and do it, so it can happen. It can um, happen because that was it was quite a surprise. You weren't expecting Illinois to put that performance together against Penn State. What was it two seasons ago? That was, that was the was, nine overtime. Yeah, it was <laughs> nine overtimes, and we at home, and we figured and out still, a way to lose. You still yeah. couldn't even win that game, man. Oh wow, that was two years ago. All right, so then that's the and then you got Maryland. So maybe okay, you don't get that that uh, Michigan State game. All right, maybe you don't get that, and you need that sixth game. Now here's the problem, Bob. Maryland stepped it up, and they've stepped it up with better players. They've had better recruiting classes. They have and, a really good quarterback, and they got a good quarterback, so it's a problem. And and they've uh, they've beaten Rutgers soundly the last two years. But then again, Rutgers is at home again. If we get some magic from Wimsat, if we get the team develops like we hope it can, then then we would think that Maryland they can take care of Maryland. So again, that's another one. So you, you know the toss ups here are, are Maryland, Michigan State, okay, and. Uh, and then there's plenty of kind of like there, there's hardly a gimme. I mean, all the, you know, the Temple, Virginia Tech, you're, you're, you're hoping that they just do what they should do in those games at Indiana. You hope that, um, you know, they show up and, and, and play well in Bloomington, of I course. I kind of look at it like yeah. they have, you know, in my opinion, four games that, that they have better players and they're at home in all four of them. And that's the first three plus Wagner. I think those are four wins there. Then you've got three games where you need to come up with two wins. Mm-hmm. All home right. Well, against Michigan State at Indiana and home against Maryland. You've got two wins out of those three. 
you get a, your bowl back. All right. So that's it. So we uh, we got a bowl, a potential bowl team here. Hey, listen, I, I, so. you, listen I, I'm alum and season ticket holder, Bob. You know, I'm going to say, yeah, we're a bowl team. You know, but I like the fact that you, you know, are saying it as well. So, so we'll stay positive. Again, we'll be at, uh, at, uh, SHI Stadium noon kickoff on a Sunday, which is great because the NFL didn't start yet, yet, of course. So Looking they're doing these Sunday, Sunday kickoff, which is, which is kind of cool. So, so that's fun. It's, a, it's on CBS, which is cool. So, um, we'll, uh, we'll be there fired up and ready to go for the season. Hope, uh, hope it's going to be a fun one. Uh, well, it will be for us because we always get together and, uh, you know, just about, you know, it's about watching good Big Ten football and hanging out and doing the, uh, the tailgating. Of course, I think the Temple game will be fun because it's an evening game, you know, and then Vatex at 3.30 start. So you can kind of get there early. You know, the 12, the 12 o'clock games are a little tough on the tailgate end, but. You know, we always yeah. te- we always plan on getting her there early, and we usually get get in just in, just in time to walk. That's a tough one, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can do with the other ones. Absolutely. So, uh, well, Bob, thanks for joining us, and uh, this is the first edition of the RU Review. I'm Steve Titchener here with uh, Bob Permati. Um, check out our site, moresportsnow.com. And then you can catch us on, you know, Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, wherever you get your uh, podcasts. Most most likely we will be there. Uh, and then, of course, the site too, moresportsnow.com. And RU Review is back. We'll, uh, we'll be back uh, in next week and we'll preview each game. Uh, of the season and uh, we'll talk soon bye bye